0: On the podcast, Seth brings together some of the most cutting-edge thought leaders in the world to share with you how they grow their businesses and how you can too. And now, here's your host, Seth Green. Hi, my name is Ella, Ella Green. The best marketing guy is my dad. First, he helps people with with marketing magic. Next, if you need marketing help, he will help you. Finally, if he is a met marketer, my dad is the best.
1: Welcome to the podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I have the good fortune to be interviewing Jill Lublin. Jill is an international speaker on the topics of radical influence, publicity, networking, and referrals. She is the author of three best-selling books, including Get Notice, Get Referrals, from McGraw-Hill, and co-author of Guerrilla Publicity, from Adams Media, and Networking Magic, from published by Morgan James. She is a master strategist on how to position your business for more profitability and more visibility in the marketplace, She's the CEO of a strategic consulting firm and has twenty over 20 years' experience working over over 100,000 people, plus national and international media. She teaches a publicity crash course, both as a live event and a live webinar, and consults and speaks all over the world. Go get it at com forward slash free gift. Jill, thank you so much for joining us today.
2: Oh, I'm grateful to be here. Thank you, Seth.
1: My pleasure. Uh, let's go back in time. Where did you grow up?
2: Oh, I grew up in Detroit, Michigan, and um, it was wonderful. I always like to say it's a great place to be from. You know, people are wonderful, but it's cold. <laughs> anyway, it was. I loved. I loved growing up there, but I'm glad I live in California now.
1: I bet. What was your childhood like?
2: Oh, uh, do, let's see. Do you have a uh, Ten hours of therapy but <laughs> I
1: do not well I am not qualified to give you ten hours of therapy
2: yeah no it was an intense childhood to be honest I you know I wish I would I could say I had one of those idyllic childhoods that some people seem to have but most people don't and um, I, yeah I came from a very dysfunctional family uh, I was really the first to graduate college as well as go on to grad school I went to law school for a year um so they were excited and proud of that but you know i had i had good leadership skills i got very involved in school and extracurricular activities and that that was kind of my savior family so to speak and and i'm glad i was able to do that but it was it was a tough childhood and uh tough parents um you know it wasn't exactly uh, Rosie, but uh but my mom's name was Rose funny enough and they used to call her Rosie
1: That is funny. Um, How did you get started in business?
2: So, uh, first of all, you know, when I was a Girl Scout, I always wanted to sell the most cookies contest. (laughs) So I assume it started there. And I also was a paper girl. I think I became a paper girl at the age of 11. And that's when there was mostly paper boys. And I remember, I have to tell you, pressing someone's doorbell. And and the woman looks at me and, and says to her husband, The paper boys here, because, you know, they weren't really paper girls, so it was pretty funny. So I'm sure I always had the entrepreneurial spirit, meaning, you know, I always was one and felt good about being one, and went on uh, to always work through school, and I worked my way through college because my parents couldn't afford to send me to college. So I ended up, you know, working jobs and paying for all that, which was great. So I always had a strong... Work ethic and and um, I think you know my entrepreneurial skills got honed that way, but it wasn't really till I dropped out of law school and told my father I was becoming an entrepreneur, and I remember he said to me, "Well, what's an entrepreneur and how do you spell it?" <laughs> you know, <laughs> and and uh, you know, truthfully, I'm still figuring out the uh, what is it part, but I know how to spell it now. That's the good news. And you know what I what I realized was that I really Loved being in business for myself and, you know, used everything I learned from working for other people to, you know, create a great business, doing public relations consulting. Actually, I owned a PR agency um, and, and did that for many years, and that really led to writing a book and so many good things. But that's really where it all started was Girl Scout cookies and being a paper girl.
1: Wow, that is such an incredible journey. What do you wish you knew when you started that you know now?
2: Oh, boy. I wish uh, I wish I knew how, about money and how to um, how to manage it in terms of, you know, all the, the like reading the P&L statements and creating budgets. I didn't know any of that. I had to become financially literate. You know, like I said, I didn't come from a wealthy family or, or a, um, you know, understanding anything about money management. And, and I think I would definitely change that. I wish wish I knew much more about that when I started.
1: That makes a lot of sense. What are some of the biggest uh mistakes you see businesses making when trying to get publicity for their business? Well,
2: number 1, they don't do it. <laughs> that would be the first big mistake. Um thinking that, you know, somehow magically it will come to them or I don't know what people think sometimes about publicity, but you know, sometimes they just don't do it. So that'd be number one is you just got to do it, um, and that's a big mistake not to. And number two, not having a message that really works in the marketplace, and you know, creating it so that people will really listen to your message. So that's that's a biggie, also.
1: What are um, I know you've got um, amazing results for some of your, for your clients who go through your course and implement it, and for folks who work with you personally. Can you share a couple of case studies?
2: Sure, you know, uh, here's a good one. One of my clients, she was a dentist, and she wanted to um use publicity to create clients for her new practice, which was pain relief. You know, anyone who's been a dentist probably knows a lot about pain, right, and she wanted to go into helping people overcome pain um, so she took my publicity course and Actually started also consulting with me and implemented what I told her to do. We always love that when people actually do what you coach them to do, right? And um, she, using my publicity system, was able to get nine clients from one particular piece of advice I gave her regarding sending out announcements. And she was, as you can imagine, very, very thrilled about that. So that was wonderful. And, you know, a lot of of publicity is really um, about creating a system that works ongoingly and not having to continue to backtrack and, you know, create new messages. And so consistency is really, really important.
1: Absolutely. Um, What are some of the biggest um, challenges you've had to overcome? And more importantly, what did you learn from that?
2: well i I tell you, um kind of really having to make business rules up myself i you know I wasn't trained in business per se I didn't come from an entrepreneurial background or like I shared earlier, a successful family background, so I really had to create myself and yeah, I, you know it's interesting I'm in this world of publicity because it that's all about creation and and creating messages and finding what works in the marketplace right so you know you know in a lot of ways i it was um, how would I say this? Really, really my own case study, <laughs> meaning I had to do what I tell people to do: create myself, make make uh, really uh, become a self-made woman. And that for me was is a wonderful journey. I'm still learning it, obviously, and still refining myself. But I certainly am proud of what I've created and accomplished, and written three books with a fourth one on the way, called Prophet of Kindness."
1: That is absolutely incredible, and you've gotten to work with and write books and interview some amazing people over the decades. What's the best advice you've ever gotten?
2: <laughs> Excuse me. I think the best advice um, I've ever gotten is uh, to, you know, honestly, just keep going. Like, even when it was hard and cash flow was a problem, and, uh, you know, of course, that goes up and down for every business owner, even the very large corporations. Um, But I think, you know, just to sort of keep going. And I've always been a person who invests in myself with coaches and consultants, just like I am for other people. I invest in those for me and that's made a big difference. So to be able to rely and ask people for advice, you know, as things are coming up is really key.
1: Absolutely. What... Um... With all that's constantly changing in the world of PR and business and marketing, how do you stay on top of it all?
2: Well, I, I keep staying in training, number one, meaning I watch for what's new. I have also team members who are in charge of certain things so that I don't have to know everything. Um, you know, I, Like, for instance, social media, I have a, a director of social media who handles all of mine and I think, you know, that makes a world of difference because um, I'm really great at publicity and messaging, you know, certain key points. So I think it's really important to surround yourself with other people who know other things so that, you know, I don't have to be the best at everything, but really superb at, you know, my genius. So that's that's uh, been very helpful.
1: I bet. What are three of the best books you've ever read that have had the most impact on your work?
2: Oh, you mean besides my own? <laughs> yes,
1: you can't quote your own.
2: <laughs> yes, always, always good to read your own books, right? But um, uh, a couple ones that have been key, I would tell you. Um, oh gosh, all of a sudden I'm, I'm realizing I'm blanking on the name. But there was the father of publicity, and I read that that I thought was really, really good. I love most of the books by Seth Godin. Um, you know, anything around his purple cow books and others. And then Malcolm Gladwell um, made a huge difference to me. The Tipping Point, I thought was a really great book. You know, for uh, funny enough, really about publicity and helped me uh, understand how to stand out and how to create a tipping point. But really, I put it in a public relations context. So I thought that was a great book, too.
1: Who is an ideal client for you?
2: Well, any small business owner, because any small business owner needs publicity. So I think uh, any small business owner, and I work a lot with coaches, uh, consultants, speakers, authors, um, but I would tell you, you know, I've worked with banks and software companies. So every small business needs publicity, and whether you're a solo business or a, uh, you know, in the categories I mentioned, publicity drives business. Uh, So I love working with entrepreneurs of all types.
1: Absolutely. I think that makes a lot of sense. What else um, do you want to share that I didn't think to ask you?
2: Ah, well, I think, um, you know, it's interesting around messaging and I sometimes think for myself, well, you know, why do I love this so much? Feel so inspired to help others through my publicity courses and through speaking and, you know, the things that I do for people. And I realize that really I'm a messenger and I always like to say, Seth, that I'm a messenger of messengers, which is really what publicity does. It spreads your message, and uh, so, you know, it gives me great joy to really help people with that, and I'm excited about that, and I guess the only other question is about uh, The Prophet of Kindness, which is my new book coming out, and maybe we can talk for just a moment about that, because that's my new newest project.
1: Yeah, I'd love to hear about that.
2: Well, um, first of all, it's. It's coming out scheduled for January 2017, called "The Prophet of Kindness," and really what I'm uh, about with this one is to prove that kindness works in business. And uh, thrilled about uh, all the interviews I've been doing and what that's looking like and how it's shaping up. So uh, I, you know, I think this is a whole next movement. I mean, happiness has had its moment and still does, and I think kindness is going to be the next. Happiness, you know how everybody's talking about happiness, and I think kindness is next. Kindness and compassion, I think, are the two that are happening next. And I'm delighted and thrilled that this is the conversation now that we're having in business. You know, it's not just always about business, but it really is about how you're showing up and how kind you are and how that can create more business. So I'm I'm excited and delighted to, to be doing this.
1: That is absolutely incredible. And where can our listeners go to get a copy of that book when it comes out or give them an advanced notification list?
2: Yeah, thank you. Well, definitely uh, go to publicitycrashcourse.com slash free gift, and that not only gives you your free gift for listening, but also puts you on my email list, or you can actually uh, go to my other website, jilllublin.com. Lots of L's in there jilllublin.com, and that will also allow you to opt into my email list, and then we'll keep you notified of everything going on.
1: Okay. This has been Seth Green with Jill Lublin. Jill, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Seth. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks so much for listening to this special productivity series of the Direct Response Marketing Podcast. I've interviewed hundreds of the most successful entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and CEOs all over the world, and I want to share with you one of the biggest ways I've discovered to triple your productivity that I've learned from these amazing people. Even better, I'll pay you $500 to test drive it. Just go to take the 500 challenge.com that's www.take the five zero zero challenge.com to learn more. Thanks so much for listening.
2: This podcast is a part of the C suite radio network. For more top business podcasts, visit C sweetradio.com.